right. <laughs> we on. We live. Yeah. Mm. 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 This beat like the young and the rest was about to come on, or is that <laughs> like what's that other show? The movie. <laughs> Uh, I was at the Young and the Restless. Like grandma, <laughs> General Hospital? What a little. One life to live. One life to live. <laughs> all my children. Yeah, all my children. All of them. So I like one of them bitches about to come on in that beginning part. Yeah, buddy. My grandma used to. Hey, she wasn't going to miss them stories. She wasn't going to miss them. She they ain't going to miss them. them. And this was before DVR and all that shit. Yeah. Like, like they, they was finna be home yeah. some kind of way. Somebody was recording it onto the VHS. My either my auntie was recording it for my mama, or vice versa. Whoever was home, and the other person wasn't gonna be home, they was gonna make it happen, man. And kids, you will not look here. That's how we learn how to that outside. Like if you don't need, if you're not about to die, you don't come in the house during the story time. Nah, I mean you, you stay your black ass outside, and you better not interrupt. Mm-mm. You better not the make them miss it. Drink from man. Listen, do y'all know what the water? Y'all remember the taste that the water hose? From the had? water hose? Oh my god, bro! Like, do you remember that? Like holding it up and you smelt like the. Yes, but that. you ain't really care as a kid. It was you didn't. like it was like nigga, hey, bro. Sometimes grass hey, be all on it. Hey, <laughs> you let it. it you let it run for a little bit. Oh, wait yeah, for the cold water come yep. out. Nigga, well, hold up, hold up. It's gonna get cold in a second. Nah, cause that first, that first when you first turn it on, that shit hot, <laughs> and it's nasty as hell. Oh man, then it might that's, be a little. That's that stale ass water though, man. That mm-hmm. shit probably had mold in it. Who knows what the fuck oh, was man, in that? No telling, bro. That water been sitting in that hose for God knows how many weeks. If you ain't turned that bitch on, hey, we turned that all right though. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I say we turned out good. No, nah, we turned out good though. We turned out good. We need to go back to that. Man, listen, bro, because all these kids do is be on the tablet all day, man. Falcon will be outside. That nigga be outside. He like to be outside. Falcon's different, shit. though. He's a different, like, he think he, um... Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. He, what did he bring in the he house caught, a snake? Yeah, he caught three. He, I had him just, I only had him for five hours a day, because this is the day that I pick him up from school, and we go have dinner and all this other shit like that, and I take him back home. This nigga caught three frogs and a lizard in two and a half hours. Three different frogs. They was all different sizes, different shades of green. He the couch trailer. This nigga come in the house. I'm on the couch, and he just come back in the house with another one. Look at this one that I found, Dad. And blah, blah, blah. Hey, man, I mean, I'm happy for you. And then one time, he, well, this one beat on me, so I have to go wash my hands. Yes, you do need to go wash your motherfucking hands. And I'm man, hang on. Right, you got no warts. Warts, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Well, anyway, man, it's all safety. We in the building, man. Another show, another week, another day, another dollar, man. It's your boy DJ Lenny. Um, we are in the building. I want to thank all our listeners for tuning in and, and and enjoying the ride with us, man. But who we got in the building? We have a guest. I'm gonna let him introduce himself before we go around the room. Who else we got in the building today, man? What it is, what it do? It's your boy DJ CDI, Mr. Savion. You know, everybody call me Swiss Beats for the bros. Yeah. Um, but uh, just uh, glad to be here. You know, right now I'm at UGA getting my PhD. So. Uh, I've been telling Lenny for the longest, dog. You gotta have me on the podcast so I can talk. You know what I'm saying? Before I blow up, and then you know, so I ain't gonna be able to say nothing crazy no more. I'm gonna have to be like, 
<laughs> be like you know the other folks when they come on on shows and stuff and get the politically correct answer. So I gotta I gotta try to get it all off my chest before I blow up. They gonna come at the ass anyway. Yeah, they gonna be like, <laughs> they like, was this you that said such and such such and such? Don't hey look here, uh, de- deniable plausibility and be like, hey look, that that was the podcast, man. I don't know. I think I think that some trick they they did some tricks with the uh with the mixing. I don't know that 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 don't, that don't sound like me right there. <laughs> Who else we got in the building? Oh, today, Lenny, Lenny will edit you. <laughs> I, 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 oh yeah, we we the kings. Of, hey, take that out. Take that out. Hey, Amen. <laughs> <Don't> that's, <laughs> it's, it's all safety. It's but, all safety. But nah, that, we, take that out. Yeah, we we, I, we we can take some stuff out. We bro. can deal with some of that. All safety with a caveat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man, yo. But go ahead. Let's go around the room. Who else we got in here, man? Y'all already know what it is, man. God in the building as usual. Uh, I ain't even gonna give y'all no long intro. Y'all been talking to me for years, forever. Y'all parents, grandparents, great grandparents, uh, just everything. Everybody acknowledges me in all ways, except people like me that are atheists, you know. And uh, and that's it. Y'all go ahead, uh, Courtney Trail, somebody. We can bring it back to me. So anyway, Don Staley. Shout out to Don Staley. She. Uh, pulled her team from BYU, playing against BYU because of that racist-ass coach and that whole volleyball situation. So somebody had the balls to stand up somewhere and do something. Bitch, I ain't even introduced myself. We talking about some other shit. I tried to give you the floor, man. Y'all niggas want to be quiet. So I was like, well, okay, nigga, fuck I it. Didn't, I, didn't see what's going on. I was trying to figure some shit out. Shit, it's your number one. Never number three, or four, or two, or anything after sex symbol. God damn it. Uh... Yeah, man. Just uh, glad to be back, man. Doing another show this week, man. Ready to get into it. Uh, let's do it. Como. <laughs> we're we not going to start this bro, shit what, today, bro. We're not doing this shit today, hey, man. man. We, hey, we're going to jump this nigga, bro. <laughs> like, hey. like, for real, bro. We're going to have to do it, bro. Nigga, <laughs> you got a face peel? <laughs> no. Nah. What hey man, <laughs> listen. I'm just, hey, we'll talk about that later. Go on, listen, it's, hey, it's your favorite. No man, no. It, 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 it do look like the crest on this nigga face. <laughs> <laughs> what did, what did you got going on over got, there, bro? Oh, uh, oh, uh, going stupid on Judy, boy. I ain't got that. Believe man, that's what it look like when you eat the booty. They fucking show sometimes. I get it. Wait a hold up, lady. What? That's what it look like when you eat the booty. <laughs> we gonna leave your life, your sex life out of this. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop coming. Anyway, like I, I said, it, it's your favorite bald headed hoe mm. representing all the niggas with no hairlines mm. out here in these streets. Yeah. So yeah, we good. Let's, let's get it going, hey, bro. Prop your fucking phone. That's what you do. All right. Prop that motherfucker somewhere. Nah, I'm sick of you looking at that old man damn in a, in, a, in a video and he don't know what he doing with his phone. Prop it. Prop that shit. Nah, hide, hide that shit, nigga. I don't know the what that is. He be having us looking up straight nostrils. Just looking like, what are you doing with your phone? Bro? Nostrils well, and dumb. <laughs> Shout out to my big cuz, man. He in town. He over here sitting in, listening in, man. Shout out to uh whole state of Arkansas. Nige, one of the one of the best producers ever come out of state, man. What's up? He in the building. Um, but uh first topic before we, you know, when we diving in on it today. I got a scenario for all of us around the room. I kind of know where we're going with this. I think we're all probably going to be on the same page, but fuck it, I'm going to ask it anyway. All right, let's say your sibling, or let's just say it's a homeboy or a friend. 
they're dating somebody new. Now, this is a heterosexual situation for them, right? Um, this is not, you know, girl on girl, boy on boy situation. This is a boy and a girl, a man and a woman. They're dating. And one of these people is your friend uh, or your family member. And you find out that your family member or friend is dating somebody that wasn't born into as the sex that they're portraying. Whether they're a woman now, but they was born as a man, or they're a man now, they was born as a woman. All right. So you tell your friend or your family member, hey, man, that's not a woman, or that's not a man. That is the opposite sex. And um, would you, oh, the question is, would you tell them or would you not tell them? Let's go around the room. You, we can start with whoever. We're going to start with our guest, Savion. How do you feel about this? Would you say, would you say something? Would you let it be? And tell me why. I would definitely say something just to make sure that they know what they're getting in, in, involved in. So, yes, I definitely say something so they, at least they know what are they getting involved in. Because, you know, at the end of the day, that for me, especially if it's family, you know, that's still, you know what I'm saying? We're going to have to, we're going we gonna to have to live with the results of that if they find out on down the road. So, yeah. I think as a friend or a family member, whatever the case may be, especially depending on what y'all's relationship is, hell, even if the relationship ain't that tight, but you ain't got no beef with them, I feel right. like you have a duty and an obligation to tell them that they are dealing with somebody who's misrepresenting themselves, uh, especially if you know this person to be heterosexual, like ain't never been no no queer shit, no gay shit, whatever you want to call it in the past, and they, they feel like they bat one way. Then you just got to go ahead and say, hey, man, and maybe you can even ask, pose it as a question. Did you know that such and such was born a man? Like, did they disclose this information to you? Because if not, that's what a bird on the street told me. And if you got some evidence to support that, you need to tell them. Because, you know, we know as straight men, it's a whole lot of us out here who gender reassignment don't mean a motherfucking thing to me. I don't give a fuck what procedure you had going on. For me, you are still a male by and large, and like I'm not trying to lay down with a dude. I'm not trying to do none of that shit. So I'm not trying to be involved in that. You can't involve me in it, and you d certainly shouldn't do it unknowingly. Like if you want people to accept you for who you are, who you you know have become, the first thing you need to do is disclose that information up front because otherwise it's not accepted. You are perpetrating a fraud, and I don't know who you are to begin with. But in order for you, because you know you hear these stories all the time about men that went off the rails and snapped and killed some transgender person when they found out or whatever like that. I feel like you have less of a chance of that happening if you go ahead and disclose the information up front. I mean, I think I fall in line with all you guys with the whole thing where I would tell them that. But I also think it's a lot of people that, um, that partake in that lifestyle, but they don't want the public to know. So mm -hmm. they may know that this person was what they were, but they felt like, hey, we got to have this discussion or I'm a, if it ever comes up, I'm going to act like I didn't know. Agreed. You know? So, I mean, uh, like I said, I will keep a G and ask you something like that, but it's a lot of times that they don't want anybody to know that they may, may be into transsexual. What was that? No, wasn't that Malik Yoba or whatever? Was one mm -hmm. of the first people that just really just came out and said, yeah, I like transsexual. Um, men and women, whatever situation may be, mm -hmm. but it's, I think it's a lot of people that fall into that category, but they're not willing 
to do it just because of toxic masculinity and you know how society portrays you. I'll be honest, um, this is my first time ever hearing about the Malik Yoba situation. What? Really? Yeah, bro, he this did, is my first time. He did a whole interview on Breakfast, on Breakfast Club. Club with that shit. Oh, he had, got, he had got caught with quotations mm-hmm. in there, whatever. One of the, he one got of the transgenders. Yeah, yeah, he got caught a few one times. One of the transgenders or whoever exposed him first, and then he just came out with it mm-hmm. and was like, yeah, brought, it is brought, what it is. Uh, brought his That's new partner, to me, brought his, I guess you would call a partner, brought his partner to to the Breakfast Club. And, and Courtney, I thing. agree with that, though. That's why I said I would ask him. Like, because you know they might know. Like, hey man, did you know this was going on? Because again, just like you said, like I'm already assuming they could know and they could be embarrassed by it. But I still feel like I have the obligation to ask and expose to it. Just, yeah, yeah, just, I, yeah, like just in case that ain't the case. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't watch much TV, but one of the shows I partake in watching is The Shot. Um, take as you I know it's a little agenda in there, based on on Lena Waithe writing it and what she's trying to make people more comfortable with homosexuality and different aspects of it. But one of the hardest killers on there is a man that's in love with a transsexual woman. And he tried to hide this shit for many years. Well, no, he was out with it, but then he tried to hide it publicly. So, I mean, that's why I said I think that does exist and is way more prevalent than most people are willing to say. But as long as it stay under wrap, they're entertaining that, that form of life. But if it comes out, then they want to act brand new mm-hmm. about the whole situation when they knew what the situation was from the beginning. Yeah, they got hey. the show straight. Because, you know, they tried to get Dwight Howard for the same type thing. Remember? Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. Hey, if y'all, if y'all found out I was dating a, a person that had surgery, I didn't know. <laughs> I don't believe you, Trail. Oh man! I mean, because Trail actually likes him to not have had surgery. He just like dudes. <laughs> yeah, that, keep going cute. though. That's cute because if y'all don't tell me, I, I kill that motherfucker. I promise I'm going to beat your ass. That nigga about Rico. You knew? I didn't know. <laughs> Rico, you knew? You knew? Oh, you, you didn't fucking, say nothing? Oh, you fucking first. Oh, okay. Okay. I knew something was up. You just wanted me to follow in that dog. Hey, road. I figured you wouldn't know by the size of the nigga traps. <laughs> hey, it's some little niggas out here. It's some the surgery these bitches perform I mean these these motherfuckers perform perform great surgery out here now. Not like, even just the surgery though, because you know they put them through that hormone therapy for sometimes years first, they start taking those pills and then their body actually starts to morph and becomes a little bit more feminine. You know what I'm saying? Like the ma- the muscle mass decreases and all that bullshit starts going on. So, you know, it's it's a science. It is all science. But so, yeah, no. Something that was just brought to my attention. Did y'all know that Rick Ross was on the 85 South show and apparently that he was got months ago. He just left. Cause he, he went to he was high as fuck and he didn't come back. No, when he walked up. The- yeah, when he walked off the show. Yeah, yeah he was fucked up. Well, they yeah. said it, it came from Corey Holcomb exposing that he is messing with his male driver. Uh, that's news. I, I don't know nothing about that. I just had to look it up. It's it's definitely all over the internet. So, mm, I didn't know that. Supposedly, because he, you know, he came back and did an interview about it. Yeah, and he, he said, said he just hides. Yeah, he said he went to the bathroom. At. You know, what I'm saying had been smoking. That you know, gas. Was in the ba- yeah, was in the bathroom for a minute. Came out and just was just like, all right, let go. Yeah, he said he forgot that he was even doing the interview. He said he, you know, didn't mean nothing by it or whatever. Oh. But, well, it, it came out like Corey Holcomb has things out there talking about how, you know what I'm saying, he, they were talking about the gay dudes and Rick Ross with his driver and stuff like that. Apparently, that was on the 
the unedited mm. that we saw. Mm-hmm. The people that was in the crowd. So though there there are actual news articles about it. I, I haven't read all of them and haven't seen all of them, but you know that's wild. But uh, as as Cuz said, I think telling him probably saved a murder. <laughs> it probably saved a crime if he genuinely didn't know. Like that's that's one of the that's the operative thing right here. If he genuinely did not know, he probably saved a crime. Cause if he if he genuinely didn't know and that relationship goes farther than that down the line, like there's no telling what would happen in the moment when he finds out where where they're at when he finds out what kind of mood he's already in from the day that he's having when he finds out. Yep, if he's like, drinking anything, who knows? I, I, I'm like, listen, my nigga, real talk, I, you gonna know the difference. I don't care what nobody say. Two three years and be completely in love. As soon as a, as soon as a nigga like a real nigga like a nigga who's just straight like as soon as mother find out like that was that, that shit changed the music, bro. Like, like everything, like that shit, you get fucked up like that, dog. Like, yeah, I mean, they date somebody and get physical, and you can't tell the difference between the other the vaginas you had versus all the physical. I don't get it. How does shit get wet? I don't know, bro. I ain't never had no artificial vagina, so. But but apparently the doctor's saying it's supposed to feel like a regular one. But I mean, you gotta gotta realize that now transgender individuals can have babies. Nah. Yes. uh, So this Indian doctor last year, the year before, actually transplanted a uterus. Mm-hmm. Like you took a woman's uterus and put it into a transgender person and and they had the baby. Where the eggs come from? They probably in veto for who knows. I don't know for that, but, but you, this, they, yeah, they, tr- they, and they've done it three times. This is three, yeah. Wait, time out. Bro. Yes, <laughs> yeah, look, tra- look it up. Transplanting now. uteruses now. Yes, yeah, look it out, bro. So if they're if they're transplanting uteruses, can they transplant a coochie? That would work. I don't know, nigga. We just know what we talking about right now at this moment. The uterus. I know they have done it. Yeah, look, look it up, dog. I'm telling you, I ain't never had, a, I ain't never had no fake coochie before. So I, I don't know. If you did, you wouldn't tell us. I, 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 <laughs> I ain't never had it. But I'm saying, though, like for a dude that has had it, I would have to ask him, like, dude, can you tell the difference? I would have to ask him, like, dude, like, because the thing is for us. Who's had coochie before? You ever had some pussy before? Yes, sir. Okay. Pussy's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. That was trail line. I, I stole hey, trail line. You, you, you ever had some pussy before? Yes, she, sir. She's awesome, man. Yeah, great. And, um, hey, bro, tell us the fucking difference, bro. Stop bullshitting. <laughs> 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 so... There actually last week uh, I saw something on Twitter where it was like, at what point in the relationship are you supposed to disclose that you're transgender? I'm like, nigga, as early as possible. What are you talking about? What? That's not something you hold on to. How you doing? What's your name? Oh, okay. I'm transgender. When that, when that happens, that's when that should come out. It, it, it need to happen as, as quickly. All, all, all your names. All your names. So the thing is, though, man, the, I feel like right now, bro, doctor, the science is too fucking good. Like, you see pictures of these motherfuckers at the surgery, like, yo, that look just like a woman. So, nigga, 
And what's even more fucked up, I fear for this for the kids that our kids that got to grow up in this shit. Um, our grandkids are gonna have to grow up in this. They are now letting certain certain states are letting you change your birth certificate mm-hmm. to say that you're a woman. So you can't even look at the fucking birth certificate to know whether or not that's a man or a woman. You gotta you gotta almost do a spit swab, and if that Y chromosome is present. All right, cool. This is a fucking man. This is a man. Like, go ahead to start asking for uh, elementary photo books. Go ahead to go back to your yes, yes. books. But then, hell, we we just talked about that. Was it a book or something like that where she raised the little boy to be a girl, and one of the older siblings finally found out when when they walked in the bathroom on her. I don't remember this. We talked about this on the show. So it was it, the woman wanted a girl so bad. She always had boys. So the last child was a boy. And she raised it like a girl. She never let the husband change the diaper. Nobody in the family knew that it was a boy until one of the siblings walked in on the be- on the, the little boy in the bathroom. It's like, wait a minute, you have a dick. We've been raising you as a girl this whole time because the mama did all the changing of the diapers, dressed him up, and raised him as a boy. And I want to say the little boy was like six or seven years old by the time. I call cap unless you just never needed a babysitter. Unless you never needed somebody to watch your child. Ever. I, hey, listen. I call cap. If, if you the one well, taking the baby. At least once. Out of that neighborhood life, like I agree, but like think about it, little girls, a little boy might walk run in the room naked, right? Little girls most of the time ain't the ones doing it. (laughs) It it may happen, but the little boys might run it. But if you raise them as a little girl, they're they're always taught to keep themselves covered, protected, whatever, whatever, whatever. So if the mama's raising and she's controlling this whole situation, and daddy's really not hands on with with diapers and nothing like that, like it's kind of fucked up when you think about it. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like, crazy. Like, you didn't let this kid get all the way to, to fucking five or six or seven years old thinking that this, thinking that they're a girl and they're, they're, they're a boy. They got a whole penis. I want to know, like, what do you say to the doctors when you're taking this baby for a checkup and you got him dressed up like a little girl? You probably don't take the baby to the checkups. Or as, as the, I mean, you know, especially now, if it's something that was recent, you know, nowadays you just for the doctor visit, you can do something unisex. You know, put on some baby blue or light yellow, or you know what I'm saying. You can put on something that that's not gonna throw the doctor off, and it still keep your facade going on. And so, you know, doctor gonna do as what a, he do. As a doctor, if you walk in, you could tell if the baby's being treated like a boy or a girl, and you looking like, mm. well. But obviously now, not because they getting away with it. <laughs> well, all I gotta do is pretend at the doctor's office. When the doctor is saying he, which is what it actually is, you just don't comment. Like, mm-hmm. it, just move on about your day. And if you say the baby this young, the baby ain't ain't thought nothing of it, probably. Well, you gotta think about it. The baby in his head is a girl the whole time. No, but the baby is so young. The baby probably, ain't, you know. Yeah, you don't give a fuck what the doctor's talking about in that damn pediatrician's appointment. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I get what you're saying. My yeah, bad. I'm, I'm on a different. I'm on a different. The part doctor probably went to the baby and said, "Hey, do you know if you're a boy or a girl? You know, just probably just going business as usual conversations and shit." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's not some stuff you dis you hold on a disclosure on the first date. 
or the first conversation. I feel like that's something that need to come out. I agree. That's why I early said if you want somebody ASAP. to accept you for you, then you need to be upfront about who the fuck you is. It's nice. But yeah, that I feel like that may, that changes the dynamic of the situation. It changes things to be a very dangerous transaction. Like like it, it can go uh it can go in so many different directions that are not good. <laughs> like I don't see I don't see a positive outcome from that. Like I, I don't see where this is a safe a safe outcome from that situation. Unless the person is just down for that shit. Unless they like, you know what, fuck it, man. I unless they're Malik Yoba. Yoga, uh, Yoba, yeah, is Yoba. Yoba, Yoba, yeah. Unless they're a Malik Yoba type, you know what I'm saying. So that that that's that shit. That's yeah, wild, but in man. his situation, I think he was seeking these people out, which is a little different than just being that shit. Being you know, surprise. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird, man. So my um my daughter's mom teaches at a school, and the school is. It's not a school for the LGBT community, but they said it's a school for children that have experienced trauma. It just uh-huh. so happens that a lot, of, a lot of the people that have received that have received trauma are of the LGBT community. So they got they've got gender fluid bathrooms. They've got you know learning people's pronouns, and it was just weird like having a you know we was in the car and Reagan just out of the blue was like, "Daddy, did you know that?" Sometimes they can mean one person. I was like, huh? Mm-hmm. They, them, there. They, them, there. Yeah, it's one person when you're talking about a certain type of person. Uh, but if you're just talking about proper English, it, it is multiple people. And I'm like, oh, this is going to get confusing. Oh, this is like, it's not, it doesn't have to be confusing. This is, this is the way I deal with that situation. Uh, I'm going to ask you your name, and I'm going to refer to you by your name. And if you have a problem with me calling you your name, then we don't need to talk to each other. <laughs> you, so you just go skip the pronouns. We're going to skip the pronouns. What is your name? I will address you as that. If you find a problem with that, fuck you. Fuck, nigga. I'm so, at, at this school. <laughs> that's cool. At this school, though. like I'm we, out. We, we had her birthday party there. Mm. Um, at her birthday party. Um, <laughs> it... <laughs> We at the birthday party, like you know how bathrooms were when we came up. It's mm-hmm. multiple stalls. No, all the bathrooms in single the school stall. are single stalls. Like that, it's just gender neutral, gender gender fluid. neutral, gender fluid. So I'm like, yo, going zing, to the bathroom zing, zing. has to be hell during the day. If every bathroom is just a single bathroom, and you got a whole fucking school. Oh yeah. Think about how back it is. It's just you know everybody's using the same. But you know, nowadays, because of a lot of stuff going on, because they had a lot of stuff going on with the elementary schools and stuff, you know, nowadays, you know, kids, at least how my kids are, they can't go to the restroom more than two at a time. That's how it is in my son's school in Mobile. Yeah. No more than two kids in the in in restroom at a time. And the adult can't go in. They can stand at the door. So, unless the kid call for help or some shit. Yeah, unless something happens, and then even if that happens, they have to get another teacher. They have to buddy up. Yeah, they have to get That's another teacher to come to stand at the door, and then the other teacher go in. Like, yeah, the, I, I, but that just schools, lets you know that adults are sick. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Certain schools, you know, things have changed over the years. You know, back in the day, 
when I was a kid. Oh, we just get. Can I go to the bathroom? You go the fuck down the hall and go no, to the No, they used to send. And, yeah, they used to send us. All, we all went. The class yeah, went. The class. The class went to the restroom. It wasn't no. Okay, your turn. Your turn. No, they lined us up. And like I say, back in my day, we used to have the urinal. Yep. The the bit. Yeah, 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 the one, the, the long ten niggas standing beside right. each other, and then you had the two, yeah, then you had the two, you know, had the two toilets. If you had the, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, if you had the shit, and so they would send. If it was twelve or fourteen of us in the class, seven would go, <laughs> and then you come out another seven go. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly saying? how I was. Yeah, you know, that was it. And then the teacher, depending on what class or who, you know, what I'm saying, how old you were, the teacher be in the in the bathroom because yep. you know, kids, we end up. Water fighting, fight, yeah, it. all that. So, you know, just a hey, life, man. It's crazy. And then know? um they took the locks off the bathroom doors, like for the toilet area at some of the younger schools. Cause oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they the, the they bathroom don't, doors don't, don't even lock, lock mm-hmm. like like at all. So like the stalls don't lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a, a thing. My eight year old is that's that's at her school. You can't lock the stalls. Like the girls had to put they. Foot, you had to put your foot up on the stall door. What's the so purpose in that? Ain't um, no telling. So, <laughs> also this. This is something that, um, you know, Cuz just brought it to my attention. Would you be comfortable with a transgender man using the bathroom while your daughter is in there? No, I would not mm-hmm. be comfortable. Um, hey, did you see what a transgender man uh, got all those women pregnant at their prison? Yes, I yeah. did. I did. <laughs> he was in there knocking them down, wasn't he? I think the, the the question Cuz asks is layers to that shit because is this a transgender man that's already had the reassignment or are they still walking around here with a dick or not? You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's, it's, it's levels I, to the shit. I, I'm just saying there are levels to it because, like, to a degree, you would think to yourself, if there, if there ain't no dick, I'm not really worried about what the fuck you might be in there possibly trying to do to the kid. If that, because that's what that seems like most niggas' worries is somebody gonna be in there trying to fuck their kid or something like that. If they ain't got it, they can't use it. Did for for me is that's a is a that's one layer or one perspective. Right. That's why I say it's but, layers. But I don't want them there. Period. And it's not even about the sex part. Well, it's more than just the sex part mm-hmm. to me. Because also, too, and see, this is where I have issue, a lot of issues with um, different people who have different thought perspectives. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people are quick to say, I have the right to believe, feel, think, do as I, as I feel that I should be able to do. Mm-hmm. Just like you have that right, I have the right to raise my child the way that I want to raise my child. Mm-hmm. So I don't want if I don't want my children in that type of environment, I have that right. Correct. And so, no, if that's why I believe in there should be gender like everywhere that they like how they have family restrooms now. Yeah. It wasn't no such thing as family restrooms when I was coming up. Nah. But you see how they have family. They should have gender neutral restrooms. And if there is any fluidity mm-hmm. to your gender. You either need to go to the family restroom or the gender neutral restroom. My eight year old should be able to go to the restroom and she shouldn't see nobody else in there, regardless, no realignment, no nothing, but people who were born just like she was born. I got a question. What about a, a super duper stud? I mean, 
As kind, I'm, I think about that. Like I, I, I get what you're saying. Your da- if your daughter in the in, Stud. Now, now we all I, know the what, nigga. The we, nigga made it levels. It cause stud is already super duper. Nah, bro, you know it's some studs out there that you would take down through there. But then there's some studs out there. You'd be like, oh, she looks yes. just like Manny Fresh. Like if Manny Fresh go in the bathroom so right next to your daughter, you're saying an ugly stud versus a pretty stud. That's not really. There's not levels to the stud. It's just one's pretty and one's ugly. Right. Not ugly. Right. I'm talking about like it's, really it's ugly, nigga. Just call it what it is. <laughs> Or just a, Call it what it is. But yeah, I, I but I, I feel what you're saying. Is that is that the same thing? Um, because she's born a woman. She still and, calls and herself she's a woman. Still a woman, she, right? I she feel still it. calls herself a woman, but she looks dressed. Like, like mm-hmm. She looks like one of us. She might even have a little facial hair. Yeah. Um. If you don't I mean, think, if you don't think a sex change makes you the opposite sex, you certainly shouldn't think dressing up as the opposite sex makes you the opposite sex. That's a fucking woman. No, I'm saying but, though, if you're agreeing with him saying that they should go, I, I guess this is my little devil's advocate thing. Do you do you think that the studs no, I mean, I, should go to the gender news? Unfortunately, that would have to be a conversation. And so and that's why and, <laughs> and see that's why and that's why I'm saying it's a slippery slope. Yeah, my man said slope. he don't want niggas going to the bathroom with his daughter. And he don't want people that are born as niggas going to the bathroom with his daughter. A stud was born a woman and is still a woman. It's just a woman in male's clothing. Like I, I don't, I don't see the equivocation that you make it to be. Honest. As as a kid, the kid is gonna see the same thing. That's what I'm saying. Well, but it's a little different because it's a lot for me. You know what I'm saying? And like I say, I can only go by my experience. You know what I'm saying? My eight year old is the size of a twelve year old. I don't think you've seen my eight year old, Lenny, but literally she has a. I have a niece who's 11 and she's two, three inches taller and probably 15 pounds heavier than my niece, you know? So she doesn't look like an eight year old. So we have, we, I have to have conversations with her all the time, just about her and her physical, just her physical nature. You know what I'm saying? She's already developing at eight. So, that's my point about me and how I raised my daughter. So, yes, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily have an issue with the super stud because I know that would have to be a conversation. That have to have to be a discussion, um, and which is a discussion that I I know that's going to have to have that's going to have to be have anyway. But well, I'm gonna catch some hell behind the super studs. <laughs> you, you, you really are. But I, I'm just responding. I'm just responding. No, but, no, uh, but y'all, but y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Right. I get what you, and I get what you're saying. I hear what I'm she saying. Right? Britney Grinder. Again, man. But but when you like, and that's what I'm saying, and I'm probably gonna get in trouble. But that's what I'm saying when you when you get when you start mixing everything else, because now that's a totally different conversation. You know what I'm saying? And it's a totally different perspective to have. I mean, I, I ain't going to go keep going down the road. But even if you want to do the Caitlyn Jenner thing, or Bruce Jenner, however you want to. Uh, hold on. Did he get his dick cut? Nope. I think he did. I think he finally went. Uh, I think he did. He did. He did. Oh, he did? Yeah. He when? Had, that he, must be recent. Hold on. Let me, let's see. Let's see. I thought he got that surgery almost immediately. No, 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 no. Because he actually he got the boobs done, and then I think it's he had an interview where he said he wasn't going to do it when he first when he first. It's been a couple years, I think, that he finally went through with the whole. What they gave that 
nigga the Medal of Honor. What the fuck? They, they gave that nigga Woman of the Year. This yep. motherfucker ain't been a woman but three seconds. And, and you know, for me, he ain't never been a woman. 2017, he had, she had a sex reassignment surgery. Yep. And it was a success. So that was April 10th of 2017. They so gave he, him the Courage he, Award. Or he got his. Nah, I, thought he got, I thought he got the Woman of the Year Award for sports or some, some bullshit. Yeah, the Courage Award. The Courage Award. He got the Arthur Ashe Courage Award. But yeah. do y'all know, like, though? I remember that motherfucker coming on the speech. I just turned the channel as soon as he saw the speech. But he do you understand that. how his. Whatever you want to call it, his realignment or uh, his. Uh, coming to age of him wanting to thinking that he was in the wrong body. Do you, un, do you know how that happened? I don't research this. No, nah, I don't shit, research man. it either. I don't. That nigga just he, basically changed his avatar. No, he was, he was in a, a car accident. He was drunk driving and killed somebody. Look it up. Google it. He was drunk driving, killed a person, was going to court, all of a sudden, he comes to be, to believe that he's not a man; he's a woman, and gets off. What does that have to do with anything? Even if that's the case, I don't even understand the correlation. I don't. I, I don't. I, but that's how he got off. What kind and of next, and is that? I have no idea. Oh, that's insanity. Because women also can drink and drive and kill a mother. And that's why I say so I don't go, know what that means. I, I don't know how he was able to get off on it, but that's how he and that began the. the that would have been good for you, ma'am. Go to jail. Unfortunately, when you wealthy and white, of obviously course. not. So that's yeah. like I don't know what that is, man. But but that's and that's what I'm saying. Google it. Yeah, Google so, it. So you mean tell me he just had to see it through? <laughs> <laughs> Got to see it through, my boy. There it is. Daddy, either either see it through or go to jail. So basically, he he flipped, he flipped the script uh, to say that y'all y'all gonna convict me because I'm oh, gay. I, I mean, oh shit, that was 2015. I did y'all know about this? Anybody no, else? Go, no, Google it. I'm man, read it. I'm looking read, at it. read it. I remember him being in the accident. Read so it. Bruce Jenner won't be. Uh, Caitlyn so Jenner came out and old girl never gave him no pussy. That's all I remember. You can always tell she ain't giving him no pussy. She was just like being a friend. That's what I remember. You talking about Chris Jenner? Yep, Chris. Chris was always fucking some nigga. <laughs> you love her some niggas, boy. Uh, Dingo. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people didn't realize that. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. That's why you know a lot of people got got on the bandwagon with Kate, whatever, with uh the the. You know, Bruce mama Jenner named him Bruce. I'm gonna call him Bruce. Okay, and <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. People, people who people who did who did the you know what I'm saying because it, it actually came out. What made me research it was they was having some kind of round table or something, and she was on there and was talking and and it was um, another trans person that was on there who brought it up, and I was like, hmm, oh wait a minute. And so I started Googling and started reading. And I was like, man, y'all need to stop. And nobody, if you notice, nobody talks about it. I just don't think people want to talk about shit that don't make sense. Bruh, she, this, this motherfucker got off. I'm reading the fucking story right now. 
And that can't no. be the reason he got off though. I'm telling like, that okay. doesn't make it just it just my my mind cannot I don't wrap see no it. other reason other than okay. The sex well, change, I, I tell you what, mentally uh, unstable. Mentally, yeah. they they read them as mentally, mentally unstable. unstable. That's great. And um, investigation found he was driving slower than the speed limit because he was mentally unstable. Um, they're talking about he. It, it keeps going back to him being mentally unstable. Right, but let's go with this, though. Let's say, because, you know, you made the joke in seriousness about it. You got to see it through, my boy. After they make their ruling and their verdict, you don't have to be see it through. You don't. You actually don't have to see it through. Yeah, because that's double jeopardy. They've already ruled on it. So there, there's nothing to see through. You got off. Move on with your motherfucking life. Well, True. I, 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 I agree with you. <laughs> that, obviously, he didn't want to. Obviously, he wanted to see it through. But, but just to give you some context. And I can't even think of his name off the top of my head, but you can Google it, um, and it'll because it's Alfluenza is what it's called. But because um, you were saying you you can't wrap your brain around someone getting off a murder like that, how Not about for that reason is what I was saying. But that's and I'm finna give you okay. something else. How about a 17 year old who knowingly takes his father truck, goes to the corner store, by I think it was three cases of beer, kills two people, injures seven people, damages six cars, mm-hmm. doesn't go to jail. Yeah, that's the affluenza, like you're saying. That's just affluent white people, rich people getting off of right. shit. Right, and, and that's what, what he got off on. Yeah, but not, they called it, it, ain't, they it, called ain't. it affluenza. He yeah. was his, because of his uh, influence that he never knew right, right from wrong. And then his daddy had to report the truck stolen in order for him to get off with the affluenza. Google up. It happened in um in Texas. And yeah, he I mean, went it's to, just like that one, to the, that one white boy a few years back who raped the girl and left her beside a trash can and all Oh yeah, the, from Stanford. Yeah, he just mm-hmm. got off with a couple of months probation or whatever the fuck bullshit. Six months in jail and he only served three. Yeah. And then he had another three months of probation. Mm-hmm. He had six months of an altar to his life. I ain't mm-hmm. even gonna say a punishment because I don't even know where you went to jail at. Don't nobody because just, they, the, you, the judge said I, him going to jail was yeah. gonna change his yeah, life. He suspended mm-hmm. the sentence, like, mm-hmm. and just gave him probation. He never went to jail. From my my memory, I don't think he never went to jail. It was just like, no, that would ruin his life. Mm-hmm. And so, so, so I'm saying there are a lot of crazy things that happen in our criminal justice system. Um, Similar. What but, I'm guessing would happen in that courtroom or that court case is like he's trying to plead basically insanity or mental instability, however you want to call it, in that particular case. And so him and his lawyer to decided to bring up the fact that he's also been battling with the whether he's a man or a woman what? in that thing. This was just used as evidence to compound the fact that he's mentally unstable. But I don't think they were using him being a transgender person as the reason that he should get off. It's just more like to say, look, his motherfucker is really mentally unstable. He don't even know whether he's a man or a woman. He's been dealing with that shit his life. So, you know, just to like say, hey, these things are going on. So is this opening up a precedence that... Why the fuck we still talking about this shit? No, bro. No, this is interesting. <laughs> we just I'll, talking, nigga. No, no, for real. Like, if, if you think about it, it kind of opens up a precedence of people who are transgender to get off on mental instability. If they know about the lawyer has to know about the case, it also has to be president in. And yeah, I was just about to say you're gonna have to be rich and you're gonna have to be white. Okay, unless they're black, (laughs) because I promise you that shit ain't flying. Point. Yeah, Trail, you right. 
We've been on it for a while. Let's, I know it. Like, let's take it. Hey, shit. listen, man. It started out. It, it started I'm out. So well, sick of talking about this shit. I mean, it, it, it had layers to it, though. It had layers to it. No, it, it did. It had caveats and layers, man. Well, listen, man, it's all saved you. Let's take a quick commercial break. Uh, we got to do some refills and pay some bills. We'll be right back in a second, man. It's all safety. Yo, yo, yo. It's all safety. We are back for the second half of the episode. Uh, welcome back. We got the bills paid. We got the commercials played. So, um, real quick, out the left pocket, say this isn't any of my business, but in black. Real quick. <laughs> There's so many uh things going through my head right now. What's your favorite go to? That ain't none of my business. I ain't in it. <laughs> real quick, it, that I ain't in it. They ain't got nothing to do with me. Hey, do you? <laughs> uh, yep, there you go. No, nah, I'm straight. They ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> my my favorite one is it is what it is, man. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. It it well, is because what what's your favorite line to say? It that ain't none of my business, but black. That isn't any of my business, but in black. Oh, like, my, my bad. I thought you was talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you as well. Let me know what you decide. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All the above. Real quick, last one before we get into the second half topic. What moment in your life did you realize you was actually grown, grown? Like, oh, shit, I'm grown as fuck now. When I had to buy my own toilet paper and detergent. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. For me, it was just when I got my first apartment. Like when when I had to be on a lease and I had to pay I had to pay all the bills and all that shit and I'm living on my own. That's when I was like, I'm grown now. Like I'm I'm for real grown. That that was the moment for me. Nah, I, I hate to say it, cause well, good. I ain't got to say tell, it. I ain't got to tell my how old I was. But when I first the first time I got a debit card. Okay. The first time I got a debit card. That's when I was like, man, because it coincided with me. It was the first time I ever had a bill, my light bill. My and it light came bill. out your account, out your money. No, my my my. I got the uh final. Well, y'all might I might be might be dating myself, but back in the day, you know, they would give you three notices for your light bill. Okay. And so, for the <laughs> so crazy. The day I got my first debit card was the day I got the red notice for my uh, light bill. <laughs> Same, 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 same day, and that's when I was like, "Damn, I could act because you know, when finna call my mama and be like, mama, let me get a hundred dollars on the light bill." When I realized how, the day I realized was when I learned about credit and interest rates. Mm. I uh, I realized how fucked up of a deal I was really under with the car I had after looking at the interest rate and really doing the math. And I was like, why the fuck are interest rates so high for cars? Somebody had explained to me, it's like, it's based on your credit score. I'm like, well, what the <laughs> fuck is a credit score? <laughs> like, like, what the, what the what fuck is, my, is a credit score? So, what's my credit score? So I looked at, and at this particular time, that's when I found out that my identity had been stolen because I used to leave my shit out a lot. I, I remember my 
social security card, driver's license, all that shit getting lost at the rec center at a certain time at UAB. And I, you know, I was like, oh shit, I lost it. I need to get another one. All I did was get another one. I didn't, you know, check nothing. I ain't check nothing. What the fuck? For, what the fuck for? And um, once I found out, like I looked at my credit report and I was like, Ain't none of this mine. <laughs> I don't even know this address. Like, and and what another thing that because all this happened all in one swoop, right? I had to finally file taxes on my own because I was no longer able to be a dependent of my parents. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I was, like I had been claimed under my sisters. I had been claimed under my parents at this time, but I was like, "Fuck it, claim me, shit, fuck it, I'm, I'm good." Mm-hmm. Like I am, you know, I'm up here DJing and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm, I'm just out here DJing. You know what I'm saying? I'm having a good time. So all this happened as far as like taxes, credit, interest rates. I was like, "Oh, you, it's time to grow the fuck up. It's time, it's time to figure this shit out." And uh, yeah. Like this, this, this shit. It changed. It changed the game for me mentally when it came to finances at that particular time, man. Now, did I still fuck over money after that? Of course, uh, <laughs> but I understood what the fuck I was fucking up at the time. You know what I'm saying? But before that, I didn't know what I was fucking up, uh, and I didn't understand the significance of keeping on to your private shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But, but like, like when did you when did you realize that you was grown? grown like, like. Uh, yesterday when I had to put gas in the car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, these gas prices now. Nigga, I remember we used to ride around town on five dollars worth of gas, bro. Like you put five dollars in the tank and ride around all day. I'm, I'm, a, cause can 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 relate. Y'all are probably not gonna be able to relate to this. But there was a time when there actually was a thing called regular gas. Not unleaded, not regular unleaded, mm-hmm. but actual regular gas. It was gas and diesel. And regular gla- regular gas used to be thirty five cent a gallon. That's in my lifetime. <laughs> I don't remember that night. Now don't put me there. Thirty five <laughs> cent. Thirty five. What cent the fuck? A small gallon. ass town did you live in? The gas was thirty five cent. <laughs> Jasper, Jasper, Alabama. Jasper, Alabama. Jasper, God Alabama. Damn man. Regular I ain't gonna gas. Lie to you, my senior year. I have my senior book where gas was seventy nine cents. I re- the I cheapest was, in my mind that I ever remember seeing gas was like eighty nine cent a gallon. And I, I, I remember seventy nine. And y'all probably don't even remember when Atlanta gas. We used to drive when I went to school, and that's what I'm telling you. Now it's not dated because this is the nineties. When I went to school at Alabama State, we would drive from Montgomery. To the line, to the state line, and get gas because gas in Montgomery was like 150, 160. Gas in the, in Georgia was eighty four cent. How far was this drive? Uh, it's eighty nine miles. Eighty nine miles. Yeah, yeah eighty like nine miles. Because I want to say that's not that's not you know when you get older and start doing math and. Uh, it ain't, that ain't, uh-uh. In college, man, we ain't know no better. <laughs> we ain't know no better. And plus, like, nah, we're we not recording those. We are. Okay, all right, well, we, I won't tell that story then. But uh, we weren't just going to Georgia just to get gas, but we would fill up. Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, 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 that makes yeah. that made perfect sense. Yeah, that made yeah, perfect yeah, yeah. sense. But, we, but, but that, was, that was our mindset. We wouldn't get gas in Alabama. 
We'll wait till we got to yep. Georgia. Because it's up. like I got a Costco membership right now. We all know gas is usually twenty, sometimes maybe even thirty cents cheaper at Costco mm-hmm. than it is anywhere else. But just depending on where I am and how where the gas tank is, I just be telling myself I'm not finna go out my way to go to Costco to save two dollars. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like the shit don't make sense. Well, and that funny you should say that because I was telling somebody. So you know they have. Uh, um, Lucas, uh, full fuel injected um, uh-huh. uh, fluid that you can put in your car. Yep. And so, long story. I used to work at AutoZone way back in the day, back when I was younger. And uh, you know, I worked, I worked in Jasper, AutoZone in Jasper. You know, they used to take motors out your car back then. Back then, they AutoZone used to do everything. So, I picked up a few tricks of the trade. So I was telling somebody about just getting. Cause they had a car that recommended them put 93 in, but they was putting 89 and I was like, no, that's not going to work. I was like, but what you can do is you can put 87 in and get you a bottle of Lucas. You put the Lucas in with the 87. It's basically like 93. They was like, no, I'm not going to spend. And I think the Lucas is like three ninety nine. It's like $4 some change. I'm not finna spend four dollars on a bottle of Lucas. I just might as well just get the ninety-three. And I said, think about that. Do the math. When you go to the pump, most times premium is seventy or more cents more than eighty-seven. If you got a ten-gallon or higher uh, tank, you're talking about seven dollars or more. That's on a ten. That's on a ten gallon tank. The the actual person that I was talking to had a twenty gallon tank. Mm-hmm. So you want to tell me you would rather spend? You would rather put eighty nine in there that you know is really messing up your car versus going ahead and putting eighty seven, buying a four dollar bottle, a fuel injector, where you basically you saving still saving ten dollars, then saying okay I'm gonna go ahead and spend. 14 extra dollars per tank. I was like, sometimes we overthink things mm-hmm. and don't, don't really use the math in our head. And I was just like, that's, but Hey, I was just trying to help you out. You just go ahead and keep doing, doing, doing what you do. I ain't finna tell you how to spend your money. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? That's- when, when, when you call me and tell me that your full fuel pump that went out, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I understand. I understand. I, 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 I saw it coming. <laughs> right. I saw it coming. So Courtney said when he had to buy toilet paper and detergent, yours is the debit card. Gas tank. What was yours? Mine was like when I got my first apartment. That apartment. Uh, I can't really say that, man, because, you know, I mean, we was getting, I had, we we had what collegiate hall in in college, and I you know. Well, I got my first apartment in grad school, but fortunately, I was going to the University of Alabama, and so I was getting financial aid. Oh, can that be a subject? What? Maybe that should have been my first time. I was uh, I well, I not knew I was grown, but knew that I had been hoodwinked, bamboozled. What? Figuring out you got to pay them loans back? No. Because uh, when I went to the University of Alabama, I didn't have a loan. All of my financial aid was scholarships and grants. But I, before I went to the University of Alabama, I went to two HBCUs. I went to Alabama State and the Miles College. So, you know, when you go to an HBCU, 
you don't get your reward until sometimes November, most times October. You don't get your money. You don't get what? your financial aid. Oh, you ain't know that? Hell no. I ain't know. I, I never, oh, been. You ain't never, I never went, I never went Dog, to HBCU. I only sometimes you don't get it to November. Dog, when I, and I, I was so shocked, man. I'm talking about it scared me. When I went to Alabama, well, you already know, dog, you know, so I, I did pretty well in school. So I had a scholarship. I had a minority scholarship. So I had the scholarship, plus I got some grants and some more stuff, right? So my first financial aid check from University of Alabama. Fat ass refund. Dog. At the beginning of the semester. Dog. No, 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 no. They sent it to me before school started. Before school started, two weeks before we started class, I got a check in the mail. I got eight. I had, can, I, can I ask how much? <laughs> I really didn't want to say, but it was $12,000. It was $12,938. In overage? Well, I know you, you yeah, you, you scholastically inclined. <laughs> Just a little bit. At least back then. <laughs> back then. I mean, you, you just said you was getting a doctorate degree when you came on here, bro. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, like, okay. You okay. probably ain't paying for that motherfucker either, but you know what I'm saying? I'm not. But All right, then. So, <laughs> toot your own horn on him, man. Like, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, dog. I appreciate it. So, dog, first off, which is different from the HBCU, I call financial aid department. Because I'm like, hey, y'all... One thing y'all not finna do is put me in jail. Y'all not finna heal me up. Because like I said, dog, it's two weeks before school start. So I call nice lady on the phone. Was like, uh, yes. Um, well, you know, we actually owe you four extra dollars. Don't worry about it. We're going to cut a check and send it to you. Okay, cool. I said, so I asked, I said, so what am I supposed to do with this check? Mind you, I don't have a checking account. I have a savings account, but I don't have a checking account at this point. So she was like, do whatever you want to. <laughs> no, do whatever you want to with it. So I end up having to go to three different banks before I was able. Get that shit cash. <clears throat> because you ain't have a checking account. Dog. And when I finally got it, so I went to a bank. They charged me 375 Six dollars, three hundred seventy-six dollars, and some change to cash it, and they gave it to me in cash. So I had twelve thousand six hundred and some odd dollars in cash. University of Alabama. So that's what I'm saying. That might have been my first growing up process. And every semester I was at the University of Alabama, my check came before the semester started. I had never experienced that before a day in my life. I never knew what that was like. Ever. Never. Ever. Man, you was balling out of control in college. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just grad school. You got to realize, undergrad, I went to Alabama State, and then I went to Miles. Right. So, two totally different experiences. Totally different experiences. I would have had season tickets <laughs> to the games. Now, can you believe I never went to, and still to this day, I've never been to a University of Alabama game. I didn't even buy when I was a student, because you know I pick our tickets come in packages. Mm-hmm. I never bought a ticket. I never even bought one of the packages to sell. I was dog. I was, and I haven't done it at the University of Georgia either. 
Just, I mean, now I'm aware. I mean, when I was at Alabama, I just was oblivious. I ain't gonna lie, I was just oblivious to how all that worked. George, I just have made a conscious decision not to do it. But yeah, but yeah, that's a conversation. Uh, your rent was paid, like, cause around that time, rent used to be like five hundred dollars a month, three hundred. Dog, I had. Oh yeah, I, I don't think any bros knew. Dog, I had a two bedroom, um, deluxe apartment. In Tuscaloosa, uh, so mine was a little bit more expensive. But yeah, I paid up my rent. Did I pay the whole year? No, I think I just I did it by semesters. But I would just pay it in the in in the beginning of the semester. Boom, rent. That's what I was saying. So this was, so mind you, I don't I still don't have a debit card. So how are you going <laughs> and paying? You just paying cash when you drop? Going and get money orders? Yeah, I was getting money orders for my rent. You a country ass nigga, boy. Dog, I'm no. from dog. I was born in Itabina, Mississippi, dog. Yes, much, <laughs> much so. Dog, it was crazy. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said about my adulthood. Like when I got the debit card, my lights was about to get because I used to go down to the water bill, light bill. Um, when we had the um, waste, your parents used to drive you around to pay bills, and no. you used to go in there and pay them for them. My granddaddy did. I used to go with my granddaddy when and I was a kid. You used to have to go in and pay, pay bills. Mm-hmm, all of that. It makes sense now. Yeah. And it so when I, when I got older, that's that's why all I did. That's all. Dog, I went, and that's why my light bill, like, because by the time I had got to that point, my life had got hit. That's when I was really DJing. I was taking gigs, $100, $125. You know, I was all over the place. And so I wasn't, I wasn't able to catch, you know, sometimes I wouldn't catch the, uh, the light bill place, the power bill. And so the, the day I got a debit card was the day they sent me that during a disconnect notice. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. <laughs> that is hilarious, man. Listen, bro, I'm moving on to the to the actual topic <laughs> yeah, for this bad. second half, man. Um, the actual topic for this second half is baby shower etiquette, man. We've both been DJs at baby showers. both attended them, played the games, you know what I'm saying, Everybody knows about the baby shower food, okay. the meatballs. Hey, listen, baby shower etiquette. I would just say party etiquette. I, I can't say it's party etiquette, man. Um, baby shower like, and party are two totally different vibes. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like, think we experts of baby shower etiquette. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, we, I mean, we we might be though. Like, Do we, this though. Actually introduce the topic and then we'll get into whether it's baby shower etiquette or party etiquette or however that shit goes. All right, let, so let's say we all here have a have a kid. We've all been to or around a baby shower in some capacity. Yours, the person you had a baby by, you're standing at the front of the room and she says, "Hey, listen, if you ain't bring no gift, I appreciate you coming." But you got to get the fuck out. <laughs> if you didn't bring no gift for this baby, if you didn't bring a gift for me to take care of this baby, no wipes, no diapers, no, no, no onesies, no, 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 no little towelettes, nothing. If you didn't bring nothing, get the fuck out. 
I have mixed feelings about it. I'll be honest. Like, a, uh, one side of me feels it. I feel it because this is because a baby shower is not a party in the sense that it's just some random birthday party or some random kickback. You know what I'm saying? The whole purpose in this engagement is to shower the incoming baby with things that they're going to need in their life. And if you came here and you're not bearing a gift for that occasion, why did you come? You know what I'm saying? Like this, it, this you know why they came? They came to get the, the meatballs. Right, I hear you, Pasta. and that's why I'm saying. <laughs> that's, but that's again, that's why I'm saying that's actually not what this is about. This ain't a kickback. This is not. This is not a random party. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, I, I actually the the logic is there for me or whatever like that. But at the same time, you're not taking into account people's financial situations, and you're not taking into account like this is family, friends, what like it's what, a bunch of stuff. And that, also too, what number child is it? If it's number, number six, child is it? if it's number six or seven, then you, you should have a, some leftovers. <laughs> and you having a baby shower? <laughs> uh, At that point, you should have some leftovers. I mean, I <laughs> listen. Me and my wife plan on having another kid within a year or two, however the case may be. We have storage with the shit from the current kid in there, just in case. We don't get all that shit from the next baby shower that we have. We have one. So, like, I'm on that same page with you. You should, at this point, have a stockpile if you have multiple fucking kids, especially if they might be in close range to each other in some sort of way. But, like I said, I don't think a, I don't think a baby shower and a regular party are the same thing. And I do get the idea that a baby shower is the whole purpose is for you to come bearing gifts. And if you didn't come bearing a gift, why did you come? So, you know what I'm saying? I see it in that sense. But I'm also... I'm a social type nigga and I love my friends and family. And even if you ain't in a situation that you could bring a gift, I would like you to be there. You know what I'm saying? And just acknowledge the fact that I have a baby coming into this world. So for me, I would check my wife or whoever and be like, hey, 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 whoa, whoa. You don't whoa, know the, everybody's situation. Fuck? Right. Right. Yeah. What, everybody's what situation is different, man. They were respectful hey, enough to even listen, come. In the same breath, she said, you ain't bringing no gift to the wedding either. So I'm like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it really about? Her pride and ego at that point. It ain't really her. Is it her pride and ego? Yes. Because once she brings up the wedding, once she brings up the wedding and the fact that people didn't bring gifts, she's letting you know she's the type of person that's materialistic and she feels like if you're coming to her function, you should bring her something. It's, it's not about your presence because some of us, I invited people to my wedding because I wanted their presence. I didn't want their presence. I wanted them to be there. True. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a little confused. <laughs> come on, come on to the doc because you've been over here quiet, listening, and engaging here. I'm, I'm say, little, say what you're gonna say real quick. I'm a little confused. Is a baby shower for a man or a woman? It's for the baby. It's for the baby. Okay, so now we can get into gifts, then, right? Because yeah. uh, you know they used to have baby showers for my kids, but you know I, I, I'm like that's for the woman. Yeah, you're saying men don't necessarily have to be there. Right, but this is about the people that did come and oh, did they bring a gift? And I, I will say this: the baby showers is different now. They yeah. they are co-ed like a mug, bro. Like they be kind of cool. <laughs> it, and it, it turned it, it turned into the grown folk party as soon as the as soon as the yes, baby shower. Lord. Yeah, as soon it's, as the baby a, shower game. Bartender, over. a DJ, <laughs> all the whole night. Nah, lights, bro. Listen, bro. I did a baby shower that had a wedding budget. I, I bullshit you not, and and when I saw the gifts that they were bringing in there, I was like, bro, I charge too less. Like I, I didn't charge them enough. I feel like, and, and then people were like, nah, you should you should just charge what you think. I was like, no, nigga, we charge according to the situation. Like because everybody can't afford 
your talents, but you want to, you're going to bend your, your, the, what your price is so you can be around like, like nigga, LeBron just wouldn't play the pro-am for free. He didn't have to do that shit. At least they can't say you ain't bring a gift. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like he just did a whole pro-am game for free. Folks in his face touching on him and shit. He did that for free. So people that don't have the money to go to an NBA game got, can't, a, chance got a chance to see him play live. You know what I'm saying? Even though it was an NBA game, they got to see him live. They got to see him right in front of their face. They probably got to dap him up, high five him or some shit. Something they'll and never they, and ever, they had better seats than they would have if they went to that if NBA they, game. If if they were able to afford a, a nosebleed, they would never they would never seen a piece of sweat on that boy head unless it was on the jumbotron. You know what I'm saying? But right. but like, dude, this this baby shower, nigga, I had up lights, I had sparkler machines, I had fucking I DJed for four hours, bro. Like, you took pictures too. No, I didn't do the picture. Oh, she, okay. she had a photographer. Okay. Like they had a fucking red carpet. Like people showed up, walked the red carpet, took pictures with with their gifts. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, dude, the gifts they were dog, like they were already giving the baby remote, you know, the, the little cars that they ride in. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like that baby ain't gonna be able to do that shit for at least three years. Yeah, three four years, huh? But he got it on the way though. But he got it. But I'm saying, like, like it, it, it amazed me, like how much I was like, bro, they spent some bread on this baby shower. Like you're spending a lot of money to get gifts when you could have just used this shit to give it to Bella. For me, that that's where I was coming from with it. But it was an event. It was her first kid, and it was one situation she had been trying for a while. So. Like everybody, they. I mean, when they when I said they came through with the gifts, bro. Yeah, they went up for it. But they they, and, and they went up. Gotta, they dressed up for that motherfucker. And I was like, just about to say, you got like dudes realize. coming in with the J's on, bro. They got their suits, bro. It was a party, bro. Like like baby showers ain't what they were back. First of all, I ain't never seen a baby shower like that back at home in Arkansas, bro. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. That's that's some Atlanta shit that I didn't see. I ain't seen that in Alabama. And I was just about to say tax bracket, dog. <laughs> Ta- <laughs> tax bracket. I ain't seen that in Alabama before. Like, like I ain't see that until I got here. It was like 2018-ish or something shit like that. So, like, dude, it, it's it's different. Like, but I do feel you because I ain't gonna lie to you. When my daughter was was on the way, and I was, you know, we're we doing the baby shower. I was like, cool, man. You know, I was like, oh, well, we got to be there. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna be at the baby shower. I, I guess that's part of being, you know, we. The, the the father at, at least the father has to be there you know what I'm saying but like not, not not a whole lot of other men not a whole lot of other men but that is different now, now bro it's like it's, now. it's a whole party bro y'all was all at my baby shower yeah exactly and what we do we drank we drank we turned up it is what it is <laughs> we, had, we had a good time I'm we, I'm sure your 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 child is probably under five yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> the one that, for the baby shower that you y'all was there yeah Zali oh yeah yeah Zali yeah. Yeah, I he, he'll be two in October. Okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to miss the next one. <laughs> <laughs> that that is correct. Zali is under two. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, things have changed over the years. That's all I'm saying. I know, you know, what I'm saying coming coming up, even with us, yeah. you know, baby showers just different. You know, what I'm saying, and, but. Being yeah, a DJ, pop, pop, like, nah, yeah, we're just it. going away from the idea that fathers have no responsibility in kids' lives until they just except to just go to work and provide money. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, we are in a new world where fathers are present. We are putting kids to bed. We're, we're, we're reading to them. We're playing with them. We're, we're more present in these kids' lives than our fathers were and their fathers were. Like, it's just a new generation and a new dynamic. And the women that we grow with, because they go to work, too, unlike you know, our mothers, some of our mothers or, or grandmothers, they didn't go to work. So for the men and the women, it was a whole different dynamic or whatever like that. And so now it's like the woman is like, well, motherfucker, I go to work, too. So you're going to have to do some other stuff. You got to do some extra shit. Well, I mean, even with that, I still. Until le- I mean, I, OK, I'll say maybe 10 years ago. And I really want to still say five, but I'll give it ten. At least until ten years ago, mm-hmm. so you still, even with the dynamic changing, because yeah. ten years ago it was only twenty twelve, right? Yeah, and you know, right. I know. Listen, I was at my my, so, my daughter be ten in January, so yeah, and I so, know. You know, I, I it wasn't a whole lot of. I mean, because I've done. I mean, I've been DJing since what ninety seven. Yeah, so I'm I've saying. done a whole lot of you know baby showers, and I and I've just seen the progression. I mean, there yeah. was a period in time where you might see, so you have. Maybe the the potential father, mm-hmm. or father to be, however you want to call that, and maybe like his brother or his father, you know, maybe two three men there, yeah, and it's not, nothing else but women, and like I said, it it did hit a a a, a point where you start seeing the transition where Bro, you got yeah. catered dinners now, like yeah, like you know it does, it's, 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 and then you got the whole because also too what didn't happen back in the day is the registry. Oh yeah! Now you got people who got you know what I'm saying like they got stuff and, and like hey you can wants, just pick some from the list. There you go. If it's already checked off, get something else. Right. Exactly, and those are actually great. So who's paying for the baby shower? It's normally the couple, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you pay for it yourself. So that's her party. She got to all the right to kick you motherfuckers out. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like if she if I'm paying for the food, I'm paying for the DJ. I'm paying for the I'm paying for the building, the space that we're in. But then Courtney say she kicked people out the wedding too or something. Nah, something she the didn't wedding. kick them out the wedding. She mentioned that I'm starting to feel like this at my wedding again or something she said with some little attitude. You know what I'm saying? It's a bunch of people that came here and didn't have a gift or came to the wedding and didn't have a gift. And this is a bunch of people that just came here today for the baby shower or whatever and they ain't got no yeah, gift. They the same, uh, yeah, they the same people here or the same ones that was at the wedding that yeah. didn't give a gift. And, so then she said, I, and that's I, when she lost credibility to me. I wouldn't you know have, yeah, right. I, say, I wouldn't have to kick nobody out. She got all the right to do what the fuck she want to do if she paid for it. Right. That shit tacky, man. It is tacky. It is tacky, but she got all the right to do what the fuck she want to do with that. You have the right to do a lot of shit, but that doesn't... That, that, <laughs> it ain't, I ain't saying it's taken away from the fact that it's tacky. And but, her husband because think about it. If you have a wedding, how many... Her husband weak. He might yeah, be. He didn't speak up. One of the chicks, whoever the chick was beside her, spoke up and was trying to be like, "Look, y'all can stay. She playing." And then she grabbed the mic again and was like, "I was serious. I wasn't playing or whatever." And so then the chick was like, "That's just her pregnancy hormones." And then she was like, "It's not the pregnancy hormones. I'm serious. Y'all need to get the fuck out, basically." So how many people, on a percentage wise, bring gifts to a wedding? I I don't know. The shit is like below thirty. Depends. I think it just honestly depends on how many I, motherfuckers you invite and how close. I think. I think the proximity. I mean, the, the average. Of, the average is before it's like thirty percent. Like ba- right. well, based on like the wedding sites that that right that do the research on that. Well, and, and that's what I was just about to say. I think it's a little different now because now, you know, back in the day, you could look at the the table. You know what I'm saying? You know, they used yep. to have a little table for the gift. You could look at the table and see. 
oh man, they even racked up. But see, nowadays, because you have a wedding registry, just like you yeah, have a baby. Yeah, like the night, like. Yeah, you don't even have, like, people, people get stuff delivered. Like, so I know. For uh, our wedding, we had the registry. Mm-hmm. And, like, you could pick something off of there and it gets sent to our apartment. Right. Right. Like it, it didn't show up at the wedding. Mm-hmm. It, it, it can't. It can't if you want, if you want to shoot us some cash, mm-hmm. now people got it, cash it, out. It, it hit, it, but you know the registry has it set up where you can send cash there too. Oh really? Like yeah, yeah. So like, like when we did like this, the night or whatever, whatever website we use uh, mm-hmm. for it, you can go on there and pick a gift. Like matter of fact, that Kirik came. It was a gift, and, okay. and like I said, we didn't. You know what I'm saying? We knew that somebody was getting his gifts, but we didn't know who it was from until it showed to the house and it had the name mm-hmm. of who it came from. So, but so that's why I was going to say I, I think it's probably more than thirty percent because nowadays it's easier the, to get them something now. Mm-hmm. Like you ain't it, it, the effort, you know, of going to the store or nah, they got a registry of what they want. We can pick from it, and I'm like, all right, I can afford this. I'm gonna buy or, this for them. You know, just. That, 20, 20, $25 gift card. Yeah. $20 gift card. Yeah. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? So now, so I, I mean, I, I don't think it's 60% or 70%, but I do think it's higher than 30 ba- Based on the numbers, it said if your total number of invites versus the total number of gifts that's given off the invite list, they're saying it's around 30, 30 to 40%. Ooh. That's interesting. People bringing gifts to my wedding never even crossed my mind. Like, it was nothing that was, I, I wasn't expecting it, didn't give a fuck about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, like for me, I'm just, I invited you because I want your presence. You wanted to turn I the just fuck want up. you here, and that's it. I don't give a fuck what you bring. It, it was it's, it was a it was a joyous occasion of everybody yeah. coming together, partying, getting getting drunk, and yeah. So like, I wasn't bothered by none of that. I I don't even know who brought gifts or who didn't bring gifts. None of that shit mattered to me. I mean, I remember because we sent out thank you cards. I don't remember all of them, yeah, but yeah. but I'm saying like we know who gave it to us, but like expecting it or demanding it to stay in the room, that's a, that's a dick move. <laughs> that's a that's a dick move, man. And then especially it's something like a baby shower. Like, come on, man, we trying to be there for your day, but you, man, we all know, man, when a woman pregnant, them hormones be all. I ain't giving her no excuse, but. Ooh, some pregnant women can be different. They can be mm. a different person. I, I think I this is one of those situations where if you if you expect the guests that come to your baby shower to bring a gift, you should put that on the invitation. And say mm. don't don't come without a gift or set the, set the expectation. Set, the, set the expectation. If you're not bringing with the gift, don't show up. That's interesting because I know, you know it's a new age. I remember the first time that I. And I it was I actually had the DJ, but the um the couple sent me the wedding invitation. And the wedding invitation said no kids allowed. Right. I remember the first time that I got that. Our wedding was no kids. And I was blown. I really was. Now this was probably two thousand seven, maybe, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. You wanna wanna hear the logic that we had behind it? No, no, no. I mean I understand now. I'm oh. just saying, back then though, because I, I had never seen that before. Oh. I had never seen it. I I had never even in my mind, because like I said, I started DJing in the '90s. You know what I'm saying? So in my mind, all the weddings, all the events I had I ever the done, kids, kids get on the floor and turn up, right? Yeah, they get out. They there. get out there. You play just as much music for the kids as you do the adults, right? Right. And when when they sent me the invite, I was just like, hey. So mm, gotta, our our gotta logic, the vibe you want. 
But I'm saying our logic was, dog, we paying all this money for for like everybody to come. Dog, this your night out. Yeah. Like treat this as your night out. Like you don't want to be keeping up with the kids, mm-hmm. having to leave early to go put they the sleep in the bed. You know? And the only kids that was there was my kids, my sister's youngest daughter, and I want to say one of Tony's nieces' little girls was there. It's like five kids in my wedding total, and that was because they. Who else was gonna watch them if we right. was all there? <laughs> like like this. Like that—that that was the only reason why. But other than that, man, no kids. And like I say, I get it. Come I mean, in, come I, enjoy I, yourself. Yeah, bro. I like, get like, it. Dog, it's a night out. You got you got a meal. You got some liquor. liquor. Yep. You got mm-hmm. some music. Come and have a good time. Come have a good fucking time. And also, like, I don't like my niece. Really, was about to fuck up the ceremony because she would not. <laughs> she would not calm down. You remember? <laughs> she was crying like a motherfucker before we was trying to go down the aisle, bro. We couldn't get her to calm down, bro. Like kids, when it's time for something to go down, they'll fuck up the situation, bro. Crying, they, they, you can't in that situation, bro. Like you trying to get the show on the road, they're unpredictable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like finally, my my other niece came and got her, and she calmed down. But like, like, dude, like, just imagine if you got a whole crowd of that, and you up there trying to say your vows, and just a baby crying in the background. You know what I'm saying? Like that changes the dynamics of things. So it's just like. No kids. Uh, let's 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 push for that. And then uh, it did rub some family the wrong way. What you mean I can't bring my kids to your wedding? Like, nah, man, just come kick it. Like, have a good time. Find a babysitter. And we're giving you enough notice that you can make arrangements. Right. And this was like, bro, this is on the invitations, like yeah, ahead of time, yeah. like telling everybody, yo, don't bring kids. Yeah. We want y'all to come and have a good time yeah. and not have to worry about. The you know keeping up with the kids at the wedding and everything else going on. You know what I'm saying? Kids <laughs> breaking some, pulling stuff down, running into stuff, all that other stuff. So I don't you Kenya got married just out the blue, right? So Kenya's wet. My sister Kenya's wet. My oldest sister. We had these pillars. It's four big pillars in the church, and my nephew Caleb was running around that bitch, <laughs> and he knocked it down. Boo. Poof, poof, glass. Knock down all four pillars. All four. I'm talking about these pillars had to be like nine, ten feet tall, bro. And they had flowers at the top, flowers wrapped around it going to the floor. He knocked all four of them down. Sounds like a memorable occasion to me. It was great. <laughs> we'll never forget it. Yeah. We'll never forget it, but I know it caused chaos. It caused chaos, you know, with the kids running. Uh, I've seen it happen so many times, bro. Like I've been I've been doing weddings a long time. Yeah. I think I've, Courtney was trying to chime in. Courtney, what you had to say? No, I was gonna say that's a, a hated the, the date that we're having with dogs. Um the whole kids thing because you have limited space. You already being charged almost eighty dollars a plate for everybody that comes in there and um kids that take up some of the space in regard to it but like the and mess issue, over some fucking food yeah the kids uh, probably and gonna, mess over some yeah, food they ain't gonna they, eat they the same food. food but the, the issue that we're having is neither one of us are originally from atlanta so it's a destination wedding for anybody that's pretty much coming in right so who are you going if you have your cousin come from michigan or la or whatever the situation may be where's the babysitter because they may have the same situation you have in your own city where you may only have friends, but you may not necessarily have family. 
Mm-hmm. So you telling them to come across the country um, and find somebody for their kids in a place that they may not even have a, um, a village set up like that. You know what I mean? In your situation, please, please. I would say to tell if, if if they have kids that are like toddlers, babies that might start crying or screaming at any moment. Just that's tell why them, I say right. I would baby. say just tell them, hey, you can come and you can bring the kid, but if the kid starts to get unruly, you got to step out. And that's it. Like, like that's it. Because it, it I is. I do it that is. with my own niece. Take her, take her outside. Take her, You just gotta mm-hmm. take them outside. Like it ain't, it ain't personal or none of that shit. I mean, it is personal, but like it ain't, it ain't no vendetta against you and uh, me no and issues. All, ain't, ain't no issues. Just uh, we, we, we don't want to, you know, disrupt the ceremony. So you know, your their kids are welcome. Everybody's welcome as long as it's peace. Right. Um, well, but but I but that was my, like I said. I mean, I didn't have an issue with it. It just threw me off. You know what I'm saying? Because it was my first time ever. Literally, I had never seen that before. Right. Before then, it, it was, was a new, new for you. Yeah, and I've also like, seen, I've also seen where, I mean, of course, people's budgets are different. They oh, have yeah. a whole oh. nother room with a whole different set of music going just, oh, for, just the for the kids, kids. Yeah. to play and a babysitter or somebody to watch the kids. Yeah, in the other so room. I'm going I've to seen that, seen my that cousins. Before. My cousin is having a wedding in November, and so I, I hit him up because, of course, he invited me. And so I just asked him, I said, hey, are me and the wife allowed to bring my kids? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm having them. And he was like, yeah, we actually have a whole daycare set up for them in the facility. There's going to be two people in there for everybody that got kids. They're going to be watching over the kids in a whole separate room. And they're going to be playing games and have music and all this other shit like that. And that's exactly what you're talking about. If this ain't well, your budget, I, you I can seen, do it. Well, I did a, a, a wedding one time. And literally, the room next to where they were having the wedding reception, mm-hmm. literally the room next door is where the kids were. Right. And so, and they, and they had, you know, whatever kid, the hell they had going yeah, on. Yeah. They had, well, they had like a little boom box, but they had kid music playing. They had a couple of adults over there with the kids and they, they, you know what I'm saying? They was over there getting now me being the person that I am. I don't know if my kids <laughs> would be over there. Uh, because it, they had a whole bunch of kids over there. It was on. It was like three, maybe three adults over there, maybe thirty, forty kids. And so they, they was it was, it was a lot going on. Cause you know, what I'm saying? I just was going over peeping in, but because uh, they was asking me to uh, get them some music, like uh, yeah, this one even Soldier Boy. This was. Uh, Maybe we need some kids, Bob. Yeah, I mean, this was before Soldier Boy. This was to take you back. So you know what I'm saying. So it was really kids music, like for real, for real kids music, like Barney you know. and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, but it was the uh, bear. I can't think of his name for nothing in the world. Uh, but uh, yeah, the the brown bear that raps the the bear. I don't know nothing about a rapping I don't know, bear. A rapping bear, rapper yeah. for rapper. Courtney, you know about a rapping bear? Yeah, it's a uh, bear. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he raps. For rapping or rapper? That's what I just said. But that was a video game. No, 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 no. It's a, uh, and I, I wish I, I'm, I'm gonna have to look it up for y'all so y'all can check, check it out because you still can get his videos. Uh, uh, but yeah, he raps and stuff. It, it's a, uh, it's edu- it's like Barney except for you know what I'm saying he looks, uh, he portrays himself as if he may have been. A person of color. He yeah, he may have been a person, may have been a person of color, but um, well, boy said this was a nigga bear. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to say a, a, you mean to tell me we got a, a nigga bear? I'm just saying. I was uh, just, I, 
I, I wish my I wish my daughters were still up because I would call them because they right. they I accidentally ran across it on uh like Netflix or something or whatever and they and so they like it they actually look they actually uh they actually watch it but this this was back in the day though and so you know what I'm saying so they was asking for that kind of music so I kept running in there but them kids was man them kids was in there in there running so that's why I say now. At this point, I get it. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. But like I said, in 07, 08, whenever that was, it might have even been. Yeah, it had to be like 07, 08. But. Bro, hip hop Harry? There you go. What? Hip hop Harry. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you thought, see, y'all thought I was joking. Nah, I knew you were serious. <laughs> hip hop Harry. Bro, yeah. did you see the new version of him, though? Like. Hey, he throw it out now. They done put a chain, some Tim's. Whoa. Courtney, Google this shit on bro, your end, bro. This, you gotta see this, this shit. This nigga got a fucking His name Uzi. Hip hop who? Hip hop hair. Hip-hop he has hair. a Uzi, bro. They that put nigga a, got a Jesus no. piece on. Oh, is, stop is he it. wearing a Cuban link or is that a rope? <laughs> no, that's a rope. That's he got a rope. a rope on. Okay, he got a rope with a fucking Jesus piece on it. Oh man. Oh, hey, don't man. say I look here. Hip-hop. I'm gonna have to. Lenny, you gonna have to invite me back to the podcast, man. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Er- Hip hop, Harry. I feel, Hip-hop I feel, Harry. I feel like I, uh, I, I've, I've had several Google, Google, Googleable moments. You ever heard of Hip Hop Harry? Uh-huh, no, the only bear I knew was smoking. <laughs> <laughs> the only bear I knew was smoking. That's <laughs> fucking funny. That's Sm- fucking. But it's true. Yeah. It's Sm- smoking and Yogi the Bear are the only bears that I remember. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hey, boo boo. <laughs> and only you. Stop for only you can only prevent forest fires. Prevent forest fires. There Smoke you go. The there you go. Smokey the fuck this nigga. Hip hop hair. This is some bullshit. I'm gonna have to put myself <laughs> on. <laughs> I like it's educational. Nah, I'm with. I'm with. Yeah, it. for real. Google it. It's, it's educational. I've I'm, never I'm, heard of I'm it. I'm going yeah. for it. I'm going for uh, yeah, it. I'm sorry. No, that was say. I, no, I think I had several Googleable moments since we since I've been on the podcast. I, you got you got to invite me back. You got to invite me. Back. I'm sold. I'm, I gotta put I gotta put Chuck on it. Yeah, dog. That's what I'm saying. Only thing about Barney is Barney's purple, dog. I mean, you know, I, I love purple, but come on, you gotta. That nigga said he's purple. He purple, dog. And my nigga said ain't no purple dinosaurs. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> at least, at least, you know, what I'm saying? at least with hip hop hair, you know, what I'm saying you can, you can kind of. Nah, cause like my son right now, I get like the only one of the only black. Um, educational shows for kids that I found is Grace's Corner, and Grace's oh, Corner yeah. has a little bit of a you know yeah. swag to it, some mm-hmm. hip hop theme. And so you know, if I can find something else for him to bop to, because my my little my young one, that little motherfucker like music, and he 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 likes some vibes. So we we gonna see what hip hop yeah. hip hop Harry is talking about. Yeah, check out hip hop Harry. I love Grace's Corners too. Grace's Corners dope. Yeah, Grace's. They Corners be jamming dope. on Grace's yeah. Corner. That motherfucker got right. some bops. Hey. She, she, who, whoever, who, whoever put that, put the musical to that. I mean, I saw, I, I saw the the interview of the family, but whoever put their music behind the production it, is dope. Man, yeah, nah, she be, they, yeah, she they be, be rocking. She be getting it. That's yeah. um, I, um, my youngest. She be watching um, Miss Monica, uh, Circle Time. Okay, so I be having her on that. So that's that's a uh, um, she's a black black. She was a a kindergarten teacher. Okay, and started her own. No. No, one of the things I hate so like at the daycare that he goes to they actually showed him um, this white lady named Miss Rachel oh. like Miss Ra- <laughs> Miss Rachel I, be, I cut Miss Rachel off right like, and like he likes her right he likes her too along with Grace's Corner and I, and I can't 
Stop it, because he, he actually is very engaged and learns shit from this bitch. Whatever, fuck, I already said it. He learns shit from this bitch. And <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so it's just like, ah, cool. Because like sometimes, like most times, he be like, he be like I want to watch Gracious Corner. And sometimes he be like, can, can we watch Miss Racer? And I'm like, I can't knock it because he's engaged and he's really actively learning. And he's like talking along with her. He's pointing shit out on the screen. Like, and so I was like, I'm not going to stop him from learning just because this motherfucker is white. Also, he's going to go to schools and in America, he's going to have white teachers everywhere. So it's just like, fuck it. It is what it is. It's just like, I'm like, ah. Got to lay the foundation, man. You know, I know. Got to lay the foundation. Yeah. That's, that's my thing. That's my biggest my biggest thing is because, unfortunately, the world and society that we live in, once your kids, at least my feeling, let me just yeah, yeah. preface that with that, my feeling. Once your kids leave you, the world takes its own perspective on, or puts its own perspective on them. I agree. <laughs> and, and the perspective of the world is from, unfortunately, the white perspective. And so... Yeah, the I ruling try, class. Yeah, so I try to give my kids as much culture, of course, as humanly possible while they're with me because I, I yeah. already know they're gonna get everything else when they leave. They no are. matter no matter the setting, no matter what setting it is, it's some, something from the other from white America, white society is gonna trickle in, trickle down. So just yeah, so I, I I you know I've been one to the like I said when I. When I got to, when I found out about the hip hop Harry, I, it just always stuck with me. And so when when I had kids, Courtney, I, what did you have? Um, you and Lenny, what did y'all have? Like, what did you have Reagan watching, and what did you have um, Corey watching? If you like, if y'all allowed them to watch it to learn, like, what kind of? Well, um, Reagan was really into Barney coming up. Like, she did the okay. Barney circuit. I think she's probably like the last. Because I don't think Barney's really is it still out there like that. Mm-hmm. You Chuck found it. Nah, man, my son is Paw Patrol growing up. Um, all the, uh, what was the other shows? Oh, man. Falcon was on Paw Patrol and PJ Mask? Yep, yeah, PJ, that's it. Right. PJ, yeah, like, PJ Mask, Paw Patrol. was on the Mickey Mouse Club. What's that? And, that's what and they Mickey say. Mouse. Hot dog, hot oh, dog, man. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Yeah, my girls don't, they, right, they don't. They, as far as many, I know, but they don't like. As far as I know, Grace's Corner didn't exist when Falcon, you know, it was, nah. it was around that age. So like, I didn't, <laughs> I we didn't have no black alternatives that I knew about. New, new. Yeah, Grace's Corner just came up at, um, during the pandemic. Right, that shit is great. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say like Paw Patrol, um, the other one, PJ Mas. PJ Mas is my son thing, and Mickey Mouse, and my my son <laughs> my son loves Super Mario Brothers, like. That's his shit right now. Like he's oh yeah, that. Sonic the Hedgehog. He likes Sonic too. He loves yeah. Sonic. Falcon went through a brief Sonic stage. Nah, it was brief. Chuck, Chuck, hey, listen, if we go in the store, he got some Sonic shoes, a Sonic hoodie. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah. that's just where he at, man. I like it because I can get that shit at Walmart, and it, it ain't no shit that is super expensive. So you know, yeah. Unlike my my kids do do the uh, Ryan's World. That stuff is crazy. What, what is Ryan's, what is Ryan's world? Ryan, y'all don't know. Google, uh, even though he he's he's not black, but he's not white either. But Google Ryan. 
All right, Ryan's world. R Y N. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. But he world. got. But you know, he got a whole. I. If you've been to Walmart <laughs> in the toy section, you didn't see he got a whole section. Number Ryan's toys. Ryan's toy review. That's how he started. But now it's Ryan's world. Are you talking about that white boy that used to be on YouTube reviewing toys all the time? Is that what we're talking about? He's not yep. white. Yeah, they say he's not white. He's, he's Asian. Asian. He's Asian. Oh, I'm thinking about a white boy though. So it's it's more of these. It's a lot. Of, it, it, it's it, it's happening. Hey, listen, Ryan Toy <laughs> Review or whatever his name is. Mm, that he, boy is Yeah, he he like ten or eleven now. You know, he got twin sisters. They got their own little show. I Emma, wanting, Emma and Kate, I think. Because like Falcon is in the video games. He's really into this one game called F and F, and then like it's a it's a it's another fucking game that he plays, and he's Roblox. actually he's very yeah. I think F and F is one one of the games within uh, Roblox. Yeah, but bro. um, you know, he's really good at this you shit, mean, like, and like nigga free? I be really like <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> Friday night Funkin', but you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, I hope no. that's not what it is. No, nah, Friday F-F-F. night Friday night Funkin'. So, um Wait, but, wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Time out. Funkin', not fucking. Oh, funkin'. Bro, I was like, what? It's, it's a music game, so it's funk. Friday night Funkin'. Yeah, Friday night Funkin'. That's too close. So, I hear you. But like I be really like I be thinking to myself, I'm like, look, man, if I'm gonna let you play this game, I might need to start fucking recording you, let you have your own YouTube channel and we make some fucking money. I'm, a, I'm gonna be honest with you, but man. Then what I am don't I? be wanting to expose my kid to the world. I'm like Drake on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't trying to do that. Fuck so it's like that. it's a it's a fucking battle. I did senior pictures for a coworker of mine's daughter. Mm-hmm. She was like, Mom, do you want me to pay for my senior pictures so I could pay for them? Like your mom's trying to she's like, no, I'm not gonna let you I let you pay for your senior pictures. That's that's something I'm supposed to do as a parent. And she's like, But mom, I know you and dad are trying to do this. And then you know it was a beautiful moment for me. I'm like, look at her trying to step up. I'm like, clearly your parents are not hurting for money. Look at the house that y'all live in. And then she was like, I'm not hurting for money either. I don't have to live here. And I was like, I'm thinking, you know, for me, if I say that while I'm in my mama house as a Going into the 12th Because I took these pictures During the summer If I say that In my mom's house uh, That sounds a little disrespectful She was like Girl listen You save your little money For college She said But mom It's not little money And she's like Well we know it ain't little money But save your money For college You're gonna want a car You're gonna I'm, I'm gonna let you go Get your own car So I'm like How much money (laughs) What do you? What does she do? Like she's like, oh, she's a gamer. She games on Twitch. Mm. And I was like, huh? She's like, yeah, she's a she's a Twitch gamer. So like, she games on Twitch, and she's getting paid off of her streams. It's like, how many subscribers do you have? So like, oh, I just hit two hundred and thirty thousand. That's a lot. You're a twelfth grader with two hundred and thirty thousand subscribers. On Twitch to for people to watch you play a video game. Mm-mm-mm. So with, I don't know. Like she told me that she her highest month was twelve thousand dollars. I couldn't and, imagine and one seeing twelve thousand dollars in one month As before my senior year of high school, bro. Like like legitly. Oh, that's that's gonna. Uh, I just got a suggestion for a topic, but we're gonna have to say that one. That that's gonna take entirely too long, bro. <laughs> that's gonna take entirely too long, man. 
Oh, that's gonna mm. take too long. Mm. Like we're gonna be here at fucking three in the morning. <laughs> on that one. I'm on vacation. Yeah, he said I'm on vacation. <laughs> Courtney, he just said the Rico charges in rap music. That was one he wanted. I don't think we really dove into we this. Ne- we never dove into this, but uh, just just remember, y'all live in Atlanta. <laughs> Hey man, you got freedom of speech, but you're not freedom of, of, of consequence. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, y'all. Just, nah, nah. Just remember, y'all live in Atlanta. Nah, man, it is what it is. But but twelve thousand dollars, man, that's crazy. Before in one month, before your even, senior yeah, year yeah, of high, high school. school. Hey, she's yeah. Now she's a, she's she's smart as hell. Like nah, I wouldn't call her. Basically, she she's got her own business going right now, and she can continue it. And she residual income. Residual incomes because she she makes a video, playing the game, uploads it, and that video continues because people go back and see what she did, does in these games. It's like, oh, I need to learn how to do that move, mm. or I need to learn how to do this this little nuance that she did. Mm-hmm. I need to figure out how she did that. And they run it. They run it back multiple every time. They run it back, rewinding it. What, dog? That's a whole nother view. I want to say a view on these Twitch is like forty-five consecutive seconds. That's wild as fuck. She's doing stupid numbers, bro. I can't imagine. Like, what do I tell my son when he bring in twelve thousand dollars in a month? And I didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like that's crazy that's crazy but, but it, it was a beautiful thing because she was willing to step up you know what I'm saying it's just like you know she's modest but she's like I really didn't want to take the pictures my mom really wanted me to take them I don't mm. really care about seeing pictures and you know I'm just going to take them you know I'm going right. to take them because mom wants me to take them so it, it, it's one of those things man like mm, how when did she figure out she was grown Early, cause she is. I mean, you can say what you want to, but she grown. Nah, she ain't grown. She grown. She just got money. Same difference. That's like the uh, child celebrities. You know what I'm saying? Which a lot of them run into nah, problems. They, they when still they get, kids. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I'm just, and uh, that's what I was just about to say. They run into problems when they get when they become adults because you know a lot of times that those funds and that fame disappears, and mm-hmm. so you know. It's a hard adjustment, but I mean, you know, they making money hand over fist. It's like, what really, mom? What, what you, what you, what you gonna tell me to do? I'm paying your bills. <laughs> I think it would be one of those situations where if you can put them on the platform, be collecting the check. Obviously, you gotta if you if your heart is in the right place, you are gonna do right by them and let them see a lot of the fruits of the labor, but. I don't think you can let them know the the full dynamic of how much money is coming in, and keep them in check at the same time. It's gonna be difficult. Like like you said, like the young lady was able to tell you herself, "I made my highest grossing is twelve thousand. Right? Why does she have access to that information? You know, what I'm saying? if you like, if you're really mean. trying to keep shit under wraps and keep the hierarchy of uh. What, what you want to call it? Just you, you, I'm, I'm the parent, you the child, and like keep all that shit in check. You can't be letting people know that they, you know, are paying the bills basically because at some point they're gonna rebel. well i mean a, a parent according to the parents because both they're doing well like they they're not hurting 
But she still no. feels like she's carrying her own weight, though. Like, like you, what are you doing for me? I could that I can't be doing for myself financially. I, I, mean, I didn't get that vibe because a lot of parents use that. Oh, I pay the bills and blah 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 blah. Well, motherfucker, I make twelve thousand dollars a month. What do you mean? I, oh, I can pay the bills. Is that kind of like the little kid that got the eviction notice when he turned eighteen? Right. <laughs> what? What happened? Yeah, man, this dude's mom gave him an eviction notice when on he his 18th, 18th birthday. On his 18th birthday, she gave birthday. him an eviction notice. Told him he had X amount of days to be out. Mm. He had did because something he or something. He or did just... nothing. He just turned eighteen. Just turned eighteen, man. That mm. was his crime. Was going around the sun eighteen times. You know, through no fault of his own. Mm. Well, yeah, that's a whole other another conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I just you got digging a deep. new apartment. Hey, real quick. So y'all have heard of the Oath Keepers? Mm-hmm. These racist ass white people, basically. <laughs> yes, I mean, I've I mean, heard of them. Like that's what it is. Uh, anyway, so they just somebody leaked their membership list or whatever. And really? Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and there's a bunch of Republican, um, what do you call them? House of Representatives, House of Representatives senators. People. There's like over oh, three. Congress people. Yeah, Congress people, over like 300 police officers and sheriffs. There's all of these motherfuckers on there. You know what I'm saying? And like, we know this, this whole organization is anti-government and racist as fuck. And these people are members of it. And so like, it's like now, you know, it ain't nothing that black people ain't know. We all know this at all times. That these motherfuckers are racist. But since it has come to light, I just feel like, and we know nothing is going to be done. But something should probably be done about this. But it's just for the people who don't know about this research, that shit, I'm just bringing it up so that you can research it. And if you find that list and you find that it's one of your congressmen or senators or whatever like that, you, can know, out office. you can know for sure where they stand. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's so just crazy. this is just awareness because... I, nothing's gonna happen This motherfucker Trump ain't even in jail yet And this motherfucker is obviously a spy <laughs> For Russia Do you see the uh, latest thing that came out About the uh, Escorting the two people into the voting Yeah 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 in Georgia He's yeah. in Georgia yeah, yeah. yeah Hold up what So some of his people uh, Walked to And they got it on They recorded it It's, it's recorded supposedly but they walked to they walked some people into the voting booth um, to commit voter fraud and, and fuck with the machines or or whatever. And hold on, still, oh he is this it? Wait a minute, bro. First of all, the dude had hundreds of classified documents at his personal address. I think they said forty three of the folders were also empty. So he gave those files away. Whatever was in those folders is gone. Uh, look here. And he's not in jail yet. And he also has a judge in Florida who's fighting on his behalf and telling him that they can't do certain shit or whatever like that. And so, you know, it's like once you control the court, you control everything. Oh, he ain't. Man, he ain't man listen, bro. And then, he man, listen, jail, bro. Man. He, 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 I believe he had the ex-wife killed. The ex-wife hated the golf course. Got her, got her up out of there and buried her at the golf course for a tax break. Allegedly. But he got that tax break off burying her at that golf course that she didn't that she clearly has voiced the opinion she didn't like because he spent all his time in there. Remember that was 
part of the, the, the whole divorce. Like, all he does is spend his time at that damn golf course. First yeah. of all, the golf course thing is is that's not amazing. Gonna, that's it, amazing. It's, it's genius. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's I, amazing. I'm trying to look and see if that shit exists in Arkansas. That so if you don't know what he, what kind of tax breaks this dude is fixing to have, well, that he has now that he buried his ex wife at the golf course, mm-hmm. it's now considered a cemetery. And and since it's now a cemetery memorial, you will never ever pay property tax on that golf course ever again. Uh, liquor. You will never ever sales pay tax. sales tax. You will never ever pay liquor tax. The property can't be seized for no reason, whether it's a court judgment, bankruptcy, um, like say for instance, he hiding government files there. They can't even raid it to see if the files are there, bro. Well, I don't know that that's true because they raided that shit after he buried that bitch there. So no, no, no they raided the Mar-a-Lago. They raided Mar-a-Lago. He said this is the one in New York. Yeah, this oh, is the one in New York. Yeah, this is the one in New York. They can't do it legally now. So he could be hiding all kinds of shit at this golf course, and they can't do shit about it. That I is, tell you what they can do about it. Change the laws. And they'll do that shit. Whatever the fuck they need to do to get what they need to get, they'll do it. They'll figure it out. It's always a loophole for these crackers to get to what the fuck they want to get to. Say Republican or Democrat. <laughs> they still if it, the same if it need to get done, yeah. they gonna find a fucking way to do it. Yeah, man, it's pretty wild, man. But man, listen, man, we we about to we about to get about man, cuz got two great ass I, I, I got you got them, man, but we, we we about to wrap it up for the night, man. Folks got folks got work and stuff to do. That that is wild about the the voting machine. But we're gonna go around the room and uh, we're gonna chump our deuces before we get out of here for today. Courtney, what you gotta say to the people, man? Uh no, salute to the guests, man. I appreciate y'all, man. And um looking forward to you guys coming back and expanding on some of the things we already kinda talked about. Uh, especially with that Umar Johnson and the school thing. I know that was a good conversation on the outside that you guys didn't really hear about. And then, like, some of this extra stuff that's going on with the Trump stuff, man. Um, but otherwise, in the words of Rico, stay strapped. Um, and uh, that's all I got for you. Um, hey, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I greatly appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, I'm hoping to come back. Um, I well, I guess I could tell people to look 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 me up. Follow me, DJ CDI, Ten Dog. That's one zero D A W G. So DJ CDI. I know it's long. Uh, one of my partners told me it's too long, but anyway, DJ CDI one zero D A W G on Instagram. So y'all look me up. But uh, I definitely have enjoyed the conversation and enjoyed everything. So what I what I will leave y'all with is. Each one, reach one, teach one, so we can all become as one. So, it's Savion, DJ CDI, I'm out. Uh, yeah, man, because, you know, I came all the way from Tennessee, but originally from Arkansas. But it's been a pleasure, you know, to be on the platform with you, brothers. Um, I realize a lot of things now <laughs> that there's a lot of brothers that can talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Without getting mad. So, you know, 
That that's what I like about this platform. And my word of advice, God give you two ears and one mouth for a reason. Listen twice as much as you talk. <laughs> Cuz had a real hard, he got a real hard ass Tennessee hat on right now, though. Uh, I, I, I fuck with it a long way. Like I said, man, keep y'all eye on this Trump situation just so y'all can see how powerful um, white privilege is. Because, you know, we know if this was a regular motherfucker, he'd have been locked up already. They have so much shit on him already to lock him up for. And he's just roaming the motherfucking streets freely. Uh, you know, white supremacy slaps us in the face every motherfucking day, especially, you know, affluent, rich white supremacy. I, I don't think I personally don't think anything's going to happen to Trump. I've never believed anything was going to happen to Trump, but he's he's obviously a motherfucking conspirator and a treasonous and all this other kind of shit. Whatever it is that you can label him as, all the evidence is there and they know it. And this motherfucker is still roaming free. So, but like I said, keep your eye on that shit. Look up that motherfucking list about these Oath Keeper people and we'll do whatever the fuck y'all feel necessary about that situation, even if it's just know about it. You know what I'm saying? Because the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. I always like to keep my eye on all of these motherfuckers just so I can know what's going on. Even if I feel powerless to do something about it, I still know and that brings me comfort. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I leave y'all with. Just, just, just research shit, get some motherfucking knowledge and information and know where you stand with people. So that you're not putting your faith in false idols and hoping motherfuckers is going to do shit for you and your community that they're not going to do. And that's it. All right, man. It's your boy DJ Lenny. I think they finally summed it up for me, man. Uh, I'm about to kick it with Kim Folk. Um, you know what I'm saying? CDI pulled up on me, man. It was just one of those nights. Uh, actually, I wasn't even about to record tonight because I was a little tired, but you know. Thanks. Situations change. Situations. <laughs> Come on with it. Come on with it. Come on with it. Will arise. Hit that note. Hit that note. Hit that note. Hit that note, man. Um, but yeah, man, we finna raise up out of here, man. It's all safety. I appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the show. Um, we we'll be back again next week, man. We got more topics. I ain't gonna lie, Cuz gave us two good ones, and I felt like. I felt like if we got into either one of those, this show would be another hour long. <laughs> For real, though. Um, but yeah, man, it's on, man. We find up the grill hey. on Friday, cause hey, we're gonna be we're gonna put some smoke on that grill on Friday. Are we firing up the grill Friday? Yeah, we immediately. <laughs> we on the grill. Friday. What time? What, you 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 you. I got a funeral night? Friday, then after the funeral, it's on. You know what I'm saying? It's all safety, man. We out this thing, man. We finna go ahead and set up this uh this grill, so. Alright, it's on. You still-